Hello, and welcome to the GNA podcast, where uh, some of us sit, drink, be merry, and pontificate about some games and whatnot. I threw that in a little early, you know, just to fluff Cecil a little, because I know he likes to use that word. Uh, tonight, it's going to be a little bit different of a show, but it's still going to be a show. Uh, we are joined by um, Senor Damak. Oh, baby! I am definitely here. Senor Damak is in the house. And I am your substitute host, Zyberblood. Yeah, uh, things have been a little topsy-turvy lately. I know we missed a show last week, which we are sorry about that. It's just life, man. It happens. We we do things, and then more things happen, and sometimes it runs away from you. And well, we're we're changing the format also to biweekly, so that's going to be a thing coming in the next like couple of weeks. Um, I believe our next show will be on the seventeenth. And I think we're supposed to have a special guest then, too. I'm not sure. Still waiting to hear down the pipe on that. But hey, keep tuned in to the Discord or the Twitter feeds. I'm sure there will be some hints dropped. Damak, how are you doing? Well, I was good until you said there was going to be a special guest, and I don't even know anything about it. And now I'm just like, damn, I thought I was a special guest, but I guess not. Anyways, you are. You I'm, are a very special guest. No, you are it's our, okay. It's you are okay. our shit talker. I am the top shit talker, because all I do is absolutely talk shit. But I'm good, man. Um, I had a long day. I did a lot of driving. Uh, but fuck it, dude. All my equipment is good, and I quit my job. So, <laughs> I got one week left. <laughs> yep, I'm happy. Well, How that's good. Um, I'm I'm in a gray zone. That's that's where I am. I'm like somewhere in between not good and okay. Yeah. The the like loss in family is still still hitting i feel it so that's that's the thing i mean you always will it uh doesn't go away both of my parents are gone um all of my grandparents are gone uh almost all well all of my blood related uncles are gone um my aunt who's blood related i still have her and uh her husband and my two cousins and now some of their kids and i have my sister and her husband and their kids but yeah my my family's pleaded depleted on that side so uh i feel you man it never goes away it kind of sucks you guys kind of keep your head up push forward have some good friends and uh hopefully you know you have some good friends moving forward i have some amazing friends absolutely amazing friends and one of them i'm talking to right now and i'm seeing his beautiful bearded face on my screen. <laughs> well, I love you, Zyber. I always will, man. We've had some good times together, and it's fantastic that we were able to meet each other on the internet of all things and become pretty damn close, even though we're so far away. 
been a good time. Absolutely. I mean, like the whole mass and nothing thing actually meeting you in person was amazing, <laughs> dude. It was great. Oh, all that beer. All oh, that yeah. beer that we did not finish because everybody got so fucking drunk, dude. Cecil took that keg home because our stupid asses bought a keg. You bought, he took that keg home with him and drank it for what, like the next two months? <laughs> if you go back in the episodes, he was just drinking that warm ass dogfish head 120. It's an Amazing no, no, no. Beer, he but... was dumping it in. He was pumping it into growlers, <laughs> putting it in the fridge. Oh yeah, but the keg itself still got warm, and he was still yeah, drinking was. the warm beer. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but you have to also take into consideration we probably didn't drink that much of the beer the second day uh, because what did we have for dinner? Lunch, dinner breakfast oh fuck dude i don't even remember his anymore. jambalaya and he, what kind oh, of rice did he use right god damn it dude he used yep. pharaoh yup uh that was a a wonderful but rough time in the bathroom shared between us all but yeah pharaoh is pharaoh but not just mass and nothing man i had a great time at medieval times with you we drank a Absolutely. shit ton of mead. Like <laughs> a shit ton of mead. Oh my god. I don't even remember how much I drank. It was bad. Yeah, I was <laughs> all prepared to start Zyber Mead this summer, but I wasn't able to put enough money aside to get enough honey to do it. So that was a horrible thing. Yeah. I, I was not entirely pleased with the price of honey because I wanted to use local honey to make it. But that wasn't going to happen. I, I just couldn't justify dropping uh, between 200 and $300 on honey. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, the price of honey spiked because apparently all of us humans, and I do mean all of us because I'm not helping even though i'm not killing them i'm still not helping as much as i should be but yeah man bees especially honeybees uh, it's not looking good for us in the long term no it's not and they're one of our major pollinators along with uh black ants now see i don't like black ants i i have a problem with black ants hey i have a problem with black ants and all of that but yeah, honeybees, I don't, like, yeah, I don't want to get stung by a bee, but I'm more afraid of wasps anyways. Bees kind of do their own thing as long as I leave them the fuck alone. Exactly. I mean, for, like, the ant thing, though, there are certain species of plants that we use that will not um, mature without the black ants. That might be true, but when the black ants invade my house and try and get into my shit, I get very upset. True. Um, there's there's ways around that. I mean, you can always call it organ to give you the organ. You know, we just uh, we buy the cheaper shit, plant it outside where we see the ants, and then let them take it back to its nest. And honestly, that has been working phenomenal. Then I got this other stuff. They were coming out of a light socket at one point in time, and I took, like, it came in this little teeny tube, and I had to buy, like, five of these little tubes. They were so expensive, but I just kept squirting it on there, and every single day it was like a ring of death around it, like a big ring of death. And they were just eating it up and taking it back to their nest, and eventually after, like, 
It literally took two weeks. There were no more ants, and there never will be again in that spot. I was so happy. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry for murdering the black ant population, but I don't even know if they're the right good black ants because I guess there's a whole bunch of... I watched this really good video on the different species of ants. But yeah, anyways, I, I'm rambling on and talking about a bunch of bullshit. We haven't even gotten to the good part, man. Uh, Zyber, what are you drinking, good sir? Considering the fact that I did a really long shift today and I got really little sleep, I am drinking a coffee. A uh, Black Magic coffee by uh, Green Mountain. It is very bold and um, I use this... uh, uh, almond, coconut, creamer stuff. Because I gotta stay away from dairy. Dairy and me do not get along anymore. So, I gotta stay away. So, I, I, I've I been cycling through alternatives. And this is by far the, the best one I've come across. I can't remember the brand, but it's actually pretty decent. Well, it's not too bad. I mean, so, when I drink coffee, I'm a... Uh a purist if you will and i'm not even a good purist because i don't exactly know all the differences and nuances about coffee uh i do drink it black i don't put anything in my coffee i don't drink fancy coffees i just drink straight black coffee um but yeah i mean i like darker roast coffees overall um even though i can get a much more caffeinated kick out of the lighter coffees. I stopped going after the caffeine content and went more for the taste. So overall, I like a, a deeper, rich, dark coffee um, to enjoy in the mornings. And then, you know, it always takes me to the bathroom. It makes me regular. Absolutely. But I'm, <laughs> I'm already regular because before I did the show and got this coffee, I, I cleared my, uh, my runway, if you will. Oh, there you go. That's always nice. So yeah, that that was the thing. But darker roasts, I like them because of that robust flavor. Um, you can actually taste the the coffee's profile instead of being hit with that strong caffeine bitter forward. Very true. Very true. That's why I prefer the darker coffees um and now i haven't tried the coffee that you've had um i drink black rifle uh mostly because i'm a veteran and i like the advertising that black rifle had so i started buying their coffee and so far i've enjoyed it i had a lot of death wish before black rifle and i really enjoyed death wish but i started getting shaky it's way too much caffeine it tastes amazing i love the taste of death wish but no, I just I started getting shaky on it, and I was like, "That's not right." So I need to drink a little coffee and eat a little something in the morning, and I've balanced out my breakfast. I gotta be the difference on the Death Wish stuff. They are literally like a couple miles away from where I live. Their factory and everything—they're they're local to me. And I'm not a huge fan. I think their coffee is way overpriced for what it is. I'd rather go the opposite direction to say Professor Java's and get some of their uh, coffee, which is amazing. 
and call it that. And also, I guess you could say I'm a little biased because Professor Chavez is also where the wife and I had our first date. Okay, I can give you that. Like, not a problem. If that's what you like, that's what you like. Like I said, I st- I wasn't uh, I wasn't a big coffee drinker. Not to drag this podcast into a, a complete coffee talk, but I didn't drink coffee until I was in Afghanistan. And at that time, I was fuck, dude. I was thirty. Jesus, I didn't start drinking coffee until I was thirty. Um, and I had a buddy introduce me to it. He's from Wisconsin, and it was really good, organic blah 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 coffee and i was like oh this actually tastes pretty good and coffee with a cigarette it was amazing and now it's uh, no cigarettes it's just coffee and it's still pretty amazing uh i like black rifle but for a long time i got hooked on uh a lot of the <laughs> ultra caffeinated death wish and it was good but i hear you I there see, yeah i can see where you like something absolutely different because i do now prefer a different coffee all right. Yeah, that that was a thing also when I used to smoke, it used to be coffee, cigarettes, and even when I was when I drink, it'd be like drinking cigarettes. That was a hard transition when I quit to not be triggered by one of those things to want to have a cigarette. And speaking of that, Hey, Damoc, what are you drinking? So, I am drinking aviation gin and tonic with some orange bitters. Just splashed in there pretty heavily because I like the orange taste of it. But I like aviation gin and the tonic. I don't know if it's tonic or what the fuck you would call it, honestly. It's the, uh, we have one of those little seltzer water things where you, like, you plug that thing and you hit the button a couple times. and it It's seltzer. Yeah, okay, seltzer. Okay, so it's gin and seltzer, I guess. Same, same. I don't know what the difference between seltzer and tonic is. It tastes good with some orange bitters, man. So I drink them down. I have a good time. I'm trying to cut back on some beer. Uh, my stomach is it's, it's bigger than I want it to be. I hear you there, man. Absolutely hear you there. I love me some gin. Um, another thing I need to get a hold of are some decent bitters. Uh, because, well, I like to do the combination of, uh, ginger beer, um, gin, and I want to do a few drops of bitters, because I've been watching a lot of videos involving gin and bitters on the YouTubes, and I want to try it, but I know nothing about bitters, I don't know what's good, what's bad, and aviation gin man that's something i want to get a hold of because i was looking at the profile of that and it seems like it's right up my alley i mean i prefer it as if i'm going to make uh, a gin and tonic or a gin and, gin, yeah, gin and seltzer jesus christ i haven't had that much already uh i prefer it it's really easy it's got a very smooth profile all the way down um doesn't have any crazy bite that you know, bothers me. So it's good. It, it really is good. And I know it's the, the Ryan Reynolds gin, right? Cause aviation is the Ryan Reynolds company, or I think he has something to do with it. It's got his picture on it. Hey, overall it's good. I didn't know much about bitters until a friend at my old job started introducing me to bitters. And he was like, Oh, you got to do this and do this. 
I have found that it is so ridiculously hard where I am at to find bitters. And Amazon is a shit place to get some. Because it looks like you can buy it, and then when you go to check out... Hold on, hold on. Total Wine doesn't have bitters. They have everything. From what you guys say, they have everything. Total Wine by me does not have a good bitter selection. It is super fucking bare. And I try to go over there and do it. And I have some. I did manage to get a couple, and... I got one that I was like, eh, it's like a high-rated one, and I thought it was absolute shit, but that's maybe because I'm still getting used to this. But I really like this. Uh, I got a cheap, big-ass bottle of orange bitter, and I'm like, hell yeah, dude. It's good as shit. I drink them down. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Some people say bitters has a bit of a um, cough syrup taste. Do you get any of that? Uh, so gin to me already has that dry taste. The bitters do add a slight cough syrupy aftertaste, but that's like, I guess it's the way, you know, gin already has that. And then if you add a little bit of bitter flavored bitterness to it, I can see where people call it a cough syrupy taste. Um, I've never been somebody who's shied away from cough syrup. I loved Oh man, what was the orange one that we drank as kids? Fuck, it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tussin? Maybe, and you're like, it tastes like that orange, wonderful, and you didn't mind drinking it at all whatsoever. And you're oh, lucky. I either got the horrible, horrible tasting uh, Robitussin or NyQuil. Still to this day, NyQuil makes me vomit the second it hits the back of my throat. I didn't mind Robitussin, but. I'll drink Robitessin, but I, yeah, I forget the orange flavored one that we got and it was made Diamond for tap. kids. Maybe I like really, I mean, we're talking 20 years ago, man. I haven't been a kid or shit longer than that, but let's just say 20 years. Okay. So yeah, probably it's more like 30 years, but, uh, yeah, I don't remember. I could see where people would compare the bitters to that. I would much rather have an a lemon or an orange flavored tonic water. But once I start buying those, man, that shit gets expensive. Whereas that little seltzer machine that we bought, it was a one-time purchase and has been going strong for a long time now. Yeah. The wife and I got one of those, uh, fucking things. Soda stream. That's what we got. Yep. Same thing. We haven't used it in years. We got like, fatted with it for about two three years and then it's it's just sat there because we don't want to buy the canisters i know i can refill them no problem with some dry ice but i i i'm just not inclined to i guess (laughs) i mean there's ways around yeah there's ways around spending the like 42 bucks uh for new canister so we've had it, I'd say, about a year now, and we're still on the first canister. Like, and it came with two, right? So it's lasted us quite a while. It's a, you know what, I want to have some gin and seltzer water with some bitters in it, so I'll do it. Uh, Selkie will, on occasion, want to have 
uh, some flavored seltzer water, and she'll drink that for a while. We were trying to buy it in stores, but that got really expensive. And honestly, the the bottle that's like forty something dollars is far cheaper than what we were spending on buying the individual. We uh we got hooked into Pepsi, sadly, because I was not a big fan of Lacroix. Um, it's too much for me. But the the bubbly or whatever by Pepsi, I really liked bubbly, um, and that just it got too expensive. So using the little seltzer machine that we have here, the Soda Stream, it's great, but it's not a oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever known to man. Uh, I'd still prefer gin with like orange flavor tonic water or gin with straight tonic and orange peel in it to give it the flavor is best. But I really only buy that in bars. See, that's another thing right there. I do like the Soda Stream and things like it because you can control how much carbonation you're putting into something. And that is great because then you could dial into, like, okay, if you have, uh, what is it, GERD or whatever, you can dial into where it's not going to really kill you. <laughs> and that is a fair point. I, and I do like that because I do burp a lot, like a lot, a lot. Um, and it is, I, I think it's GERD or whatever the fuck the doctor called it. I'm 90% sure she said GERD. Um, but yeah, I do. This, I got a lot of stomach acid, the heartburn. I got a lot of the burping. And I dial it down and only do the two, like, two big fucking squirts. And it's not like punch you in the mouth carbonation, uh, which is pretty good. But. Yeah, it is what it is, man. But uh, enough about Soda Stream, because yeah, exactly. Fuck, what like, are you playing, Daymok? What are you playing? <laughs> I was about to ask you. I've been uh, I've been on a little bit of a kick. Um, I think I uh, I watched too many videos and I saw too many memes, and I was like, "What the fuck is this game that everybody is posting memes about?" And I was like, "Is this like it's like a shitty version?" of fall guys like they look like these dumb fucking things but like what are they talking about these like shitty graphics being a great game it took me a while to look it up and wow for five dollars it is the greatest purchase that i have made in the past year easily in video games and that is among us i've been playing among us all week Big groups of people. I've been playing it by myself and joining groups of people randomly. I've been stuck on Among Us. And then I was talking to Vintage. And we mentioned uh, Door Kickers. So when I'm not playing Among Us, I booted up Door Kickers for a couple hours. And played a little bit in there trying to get my squad all leveled up. And then I guess... So I'm going to say recently to me they've added mods, but I, apparently mods have been a big thing. So I started playing with some mods and fuck me, man. I, I love door kickers, but wow, Among Us has been Among Us. It's been Among Us. It's been Among Us. And uh, was it uh, Josh of All Trades and yes. his channel? Yeah. And it's been great. So I, I know Gene is a, a friend of Josh of All Trades and all that. Go check out his shit. There's always people playing it. It's a great time. How about you, Zyra? What have you been playing? Like you, I got sucked into the rabbit hole that is Among Us. I've even been playing it on mobile, which kind of... I 
wish it worked with my controller that I have set up for mobile. It does not. You have to fucking touch the screen and move around like that. I hate that because every phone I've even ever had, even the um, Pixel 4 that I now have, it heats up so much. And it's like, I don't like this. I already have sweaty hands. I don't need heat making my sweaty hands even worse. <laughs> but yeah, um, other than that, I've been playing uh, Re-Reckoning. How do you like that? Like legitimately, I I got it and I want to play it. And I, I think I booted up for five minutes to see what they did for the, the change in the rendering. I know it's not a... It's not a remake. It's just a remastered copy. So it's there. Right. How are you enjoying it, though, overall? Overall, I am enjoying it. Yeah. It, it It's definitely an older game. You can tell that from playing it. If you've never played it, you can tell it's an older game. It's smooth. I don't notice any tearing or anything like that uh, when you're running around. Uh, sure, there are load scenes, but if you have a decent computer, it's not that bad. It's not like when you're playing it on, like, say, the PS3 or whatever, and it just hangs there for, like, four minutes. <laughs> No, so the uh, the game, to be clear, is Kingdoms of Alamar, uh, Re-Reckoning, right? So the remastered edition. I, I, I love the game when it came out. I played the crap out of it. The one thing um, we all said about it, because we used to go to my buddy Brandon's house, because you could smoke cigarettes in his house. <laughs> so we'd get drunk, smoke cigarettes in his house, and play fucking Kingdoms of Alamar. It's single-player World of Warcraft. It very much is. I agree there. It is single-player World of Warcraft. And I'm okay with that because of the way Warcraft was for me. Anytime I got into a party, it would last long because it would be one adventure and, oh, yeah, let's come back tomorrow and finish this dungeon or whatever. And that would never happen. Everybody would just bail and go off on their own thing and run a different raid or whatever. So I was left playing a lot of those type of games on my own. So, yeah, I like it. I don't need anyone to, like, join me to finish stuff. That's fine with me. Oh, calling it single-player World of Warcraft was not knocking it. At all whatsoever. I felt that it, we made fun of my buddy for it because he refused to play. No, no, it's fair. It's fair. Multiplayer. But you're right. Uh, I loved it. I've played the crap out of the original. I've beaten it two times, maybe three. Or maybe I got through it twice and then did a heavily cheated modified game for the third run. I never completed it because, you know, at that point I got bored with it. But it's one of those... I thought, in my personal opinion, it was far better than Skyrim. But I never truly got into Skyrim the way that other people get into Skyrim. So, to me, Kingdoms Alamar, uh, the Reckoning, and now the Re-Reckoning, I'm a little afraid to get into the Re-Reckoning because 
Yeah, I that was a huge time sink when it came out, man. I had a great time playing it, and I just want to modify it so much. And yeah, then it will take I would away love from Among Us. you 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 speak of the mod thing. I would love there to be mods for uh, re reckoning, um, mainly texture mods and environment mods. That'd be great. Like open the game up to be totally ravaged by the mod community. I would love that. Absolutely love it. Also, another game that I've been playing, and it's the last thing I've been playing lately, is uh, Dragon's Dogma. I've been playing that. I'm enjoying it. But and what I... is Dragon's Dogma? Because I'm not familiar with that title. Uh, Dragon's Dogma is basically like uh, Kings of Alamar. But it is a lot like um, Fable as well. And I didn't know that. So I'm figuring out the controls. I'm in this area and I attack and I kill a villager. I'm like, oh shit. I just killed a villager. I'm like, no, no, no. I couldn't have killed a villager. So I do it again. And this time I kill a kid. I'm like, oh my God, they let you kill kids. What the fuck? <laughs> I so, could just see you stomping yeah. around and just burning villages to the ground at this point. Uh, no, I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to play like that. I don't want to be like I did in Fable. I don't want to do that. I don't want to, like, an hour into the game, sprout horns and be this evil bastard. So, yeah, I'm like, okay, there has to be some way of uh, toning. No, there's, like, I, I freely kill anyone, anything, anytime in the game, and there's no repercussion. I'm like, that sucks. Outside of you, like, turning evil, like, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Fable brings up a lot of memories down that lane, and I didn't play it until it was on PC. Everybody talked about it, but I never really got into it, sadly. Uh, Fable dang, was fun, man. Fable F was Fable a was lot fun. of fun. It and I'm glad. Fun. I'm glad they're, like, remastering it. Oh, they are. I did not know that. Yep. They're, uh, now, they're bringing doing it to the, um, the next-gen console. Okay, so they're doing a remaster or a remake? Or is it like, maybe we're going to maybe get some texture packs? I'm not entirely sure of the particulars because it's been like two or three weeks since I read the article. I believe it's a, like, overhaul, a reboot kind of thing. Okay. Remake. What about the... Reboot. Isn't there I, a new Fable coming out? Yes, yes. I believe there is a new Fable coming out. Okay. I, I read something about the new consoles and a new Fable and blah, 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 blah. And like I said, I'm a little... If I'm going to buy a new next-gen console, I'm leaning heavily towards Xbox um, for what they offer. That's my personal thing. I know there's a lot of people that are 
uh, leaning heavily towards PlayStation for their games. But Fable is one of those. I really enjoyed Fable. I really want to play another Fable game. I would love to play a remastered version of Fable. Preferably a remake of Fable overall because I think they need to do more to it to really iron out some of those weird glitchy bugs. Like Kingdoms of Alamar Re-Reckoning is a great remaster, but it still has some of the weird camera issues. Um, yes, it yes, it does. A- that was my only gripe, the camera issues. Like yeah, uh, I- you'll you'll walk over a bridge and all of a sudden you're looking at the ba- the bottom side of the bridge. That I did not like. Yeah, it's still, you know, it has some wonky camera issues still, which is sad, but the game is still worth playing, and they did work on the camera. I did notice that I, the running with the camera was much smoother overall in the, the remastered than the original, but it is what it is, really, man. Uh, right. Damn, I'm going to have to look into the Fable game. Shit. Yeah, I would love to see the whole... Uh, franchise rebooted or remastered in some form, fashion to like today's technology. I think that would be pretty amazing. Like with the graphic cards that we have now, what they could do with Fable 1, for instance, like not have those uh pretty much what were they hedron fucking hexagon or whatever skins yeah yeah it would be nice and uh just overall like beautifying the world like uh when Oblivion came out. They had that uh, mod called Old Oblivion so that it could run on older computers. It dumbed it I down, do but it, it also added a little smoothing too. And if you had a computer that could run the game standard, the uh, mod community stepped up and really polished that game. So I did not jump in with the mod community really polishing the game. I do remember the mod that you were speaking of. Um, and it, I, I didn't have an older computer at the time, but yeah. No, I got you. That, that'd be... Uh, if they could do that for the Fable. They're, you know, not just Fable. There's so many games I want to go back to. Um, Likewise. Yeah, but Fable would definitely be one of those that a whole reboot of the franchise would be fucking phenomenal. But aside from video games, how are you on tabletop games? Specifically, like, RPG. Okay, uh, I've dabbled a little in some, um, Warcraft. Dabbled a little in the Lord of the Rings game. And dabbled quite a bit in D&D. Okay. So it, it, I've not played Lord of the Rings. Um, oh, also, I, also, uh, Vampire the Masquerade and any homebrew that Cecil's done. See, I want to play a. Oh, Star Wars uh, also. Jesus Christ! Okay, never mind. I'm not asking you about tabletop games anymore ever again. Roger, you got it. You've played them. Awesome. 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, man. That's actually fantastic. I have not dabbled that far. I've played some Pathfinder. I've played some D&D. Um, I've tried to play some Vampire, I believe, at one point in time. And I think that was just a session zero. And then we never actually got started. Uh, but if you don't know, it was something that was recently talked about in the Discord channel and lounge on the GNA podcast. Uh, bunkers and Badasses. The science fantasy RPG that is Borderlands. It's going to be Tiny Tina's thing that they're really pushing out. And it's going to be more of a shoot em, shooter, looter type uh, so, tabletop RPG. Sorry to interrupt you, but you're basically saying this is the Borderlands version of Guild Ball. I don't know what Guild Ball is, so sure, ah, Guild Ball. Mark? Guild Ball is a small map battle between two guilds. It's uh, destroy your your opponent before they destroy you. But there's also like a soccer or European football or even rugby esque note to it. As there's a ball, they have to get to the other side, but. If you get up to someone, you can battle them like one on one or whatever, like in D and D. Now that sounds really interesting, and now I want to figure that out. But Co and God are not allowed to play because they're min maxing assholes, and I will just get stomped and never have a chance. Um, but no, they're not actually min maxing assholes. They're just really good at playing those games and maximizing their characters. After 50 seconds of reading, it takes me three fucking years of reading to figure out what I'm even doing for my stats. No, that sounds really good. I don't know uh, much about the bunkers and badasses. I just looked over it and I was like, huh, it's Borderlands. It seems to be, it says, based on the game, blah, blah, blah. It's a tabletop role-playing unlike anyone's ever done before. Probably bullshit. Uh, within the source book, you'll find over 200 pages of skag shooting, skeleton looting, treasure hoarding, tabletop action. And that, to me, sounds like a shooter-looter RPG, which... As much as I love to really deep dive in uh, and play out everything as my character and really get into it, I kind of really want to just play a shoot and loot tabletop game, man. A lot of dice rolling, a lot of killing, a lot of looting, throwing shit together and having fun. How would you feel about playing a game like that? Um, I'd be down for it. It sounds pretty quick face, uh, the pretty quick pace for like a one off, which is great. Sometimes you don't want that, uh, two year campaign or even a month campaign. Sometimes you just want that one night of, Hey, let's grab a few drinks, roll some dice and what happens happens. See, I want the four-year campaign with friends. I want it to be the same friends all the way through. Let's have a deep dive. Let's get it going. And let's actually all be friends in real life, you know, uh, instead of, hey, shit, we got to swap people. We got to swap these other people. And, you know, 
that gets a little hard because some people just people don't know and they're not quite sure and people play the game differently than others and it gets a little complicated it gets a little rough at times we had a great time playing the gna misadventure league i had a good time we swapped a lot of people but that was honestly because some people i'm sorry if you're one of those people you turned out to be a little shit and didn't fucking follow through on what you said you were going to follow through on and sadly we had to keep swapping people um but overall, uh, a one night or a one-off campaign of maybe a couple nights or so just blasting and looting and having fun is something I would absolutely be interested in. And if you were listening and you were absolutely interested in that kind of shit too, man, you need to get in lounge. You need to say something because we got to set something up for that. And if you're in there for that four year long, we're going to be the same goddamn friends. We're going to trudge through the mud together with some asshole DM, Cecil, that's going to make us do uh, horrible shit, Cecil. And then he's going to fucking put tigers in a spot that they shouldn't be, Cecil. Uh, You know, sure, jump in for that too, man. (laughs) Yeah, like with the campaign that I'm building, there's the first part. I'm probably going to run that a few times to find out who my uh, long terms are. Um, Because the main story for the campaign that I'm building is a long campaign. It is a very long haul. I could cut it down to being a couple nights, but that means I have to power level people and... Oh. No, that's no, no, that's no. not just, something just I want to do for the main part of the story. No, just stop, dude. If you have to power level people, then shit's going wrong. Right. Right. Who doesn't like actually getting some loot at the end of a couple fights? Everybody likes getting some loot, but power leveling people through the end of it? No, that, that's that's not worth it. Right. Like uh, there, there's creatures that have a really high CR that if I cut it down and they're crucial to the story, these creatures, uh, no one would be able to beat them unless I power level. So it, it needs that. Okay. Um, for this, this run through the forest, it's going to take about a month and a half of sessions. And that's like, say every Saturday running through that forest to get to where you need to go. Like, say, if it takes a place uh, in, um, uh, what is it, High Mount with a Unicorn Run, um, you're going to run into some offense because Unicorn Run is a sacred river. All life is believed to some races to have stemmed from Unicorn Run. So if someone in your party is giving off the wrong vibes... You could run into some offense, and that can change everything. That makes absolute sense, man. And yeah, I'm in for it. I really want to sit down and I want to play the long haul, but I want to play the long haul with the same dedicated player base all the way through. And I really, really want to sit down at a table. And I want to roll die and bullshit and have a drink with everybody at a table. However, 
looking at reality where we at fuck covid dude like not even a factor how far away are you from me hours not yeah i'm about uh 10 hours yeah you're hours away so it's not a, a quick trip shit cecil is a fucking over an hour from me right and it's like yeah we get other people so we play online but man people just don't like playing online and i don't understand it is what we have gotta utilize it but i don't know maybe it's just not there yet it's still missing the camaraderie to an extent i still have a good time with it because i communicate a lot online with people but playing the tabletop I do want to crack that book. I do want to argue with the rules and point to the book in your face and just be like, no, I swear to God, it says this, even when I'm wrong, because I'm wrong 99% of the time. <laughs> right. I, I, that's, I interpret things. That's one thing that uh, I, I've run into on some games. You have that one person that's looking at the player's guide and saying, oh, well, it says this, it says this. And then the DM has to say, well, did you read under that? Oh, oh! I didn't see that before. <laughs> it's like, well, read the whole thing, not just skim. <laughs> oh no, the the DM never has to do that part with me. The DM just says that is not how that is interpreted. You are literally taking that completely out of context and uh, interpreting that in your own twisted fucking imagination. That is see, not what that does. One thing I don't mind is if they wholly believe in what they're saying to where they can convince me as a dm i will tell them even though you're wrong roll if you can roll a check and pass that check i will allow you to have your warped reality see i love that aspect because it's all about the players having fun and the dm has to be having fun too it's no fun if the DM who's running the damn game is not having any fun. If he's not twisting the players around and twisting things up as it goes along and making amends to certain things and like tweaking the story to just slightly adjust, it's no fun for him. It's, uh, I mean, like God has said multiple times, he will not play a pre-made campaign as the DM because... It's cut and dry and there's nothing for him to do and he does not like it at all whatsoever. He says, then why be a DM? It's good if you're a starter DM, absolutely. You got to understand how to control the player base. You have to understand how things are going to work. You have to understand your storytelling abilities as well as a couple things. And then from my understanding, you can add a few things. You can take some things. You can use your, your GM DM abilities to modify slightly as you're learning but after that you just kind of don't want to do a a pre-made campaign anymore but doing your own custom campaign is a lot of time and a lot of effort it is it is a lot of time but those pre-mades that's lore that's all that is to me that is lore that it, that's canon that shit happened so I use that as a primer base of, okay, this happened in the world. This happened either several years ago, 
a couple decades ago, a century ago. That is still lore and that is primer. If I can use that to build my game up, then great. Um, as long as you also take into effect like Sword Coast, the Sword Coast has its own politics depending on where you are on the on the coast. If you're up in uh, fucking Icewind Dale, that has some serious politics to it. That has serious weather. That has like a whole plethora of um, things that you have to take into consideration for running a campaign in the frozen north. <laughs> I mean, you go to Daggerfall and uh, uh, Neverwinter, same thing, different type of politics. So no, you have to like take in your map and the lore and everything, not just if you're going to totally homebrew, then fine, totally home homebrew, but make sure your players know that so that they're not like, oh, well, in the handbook for uh, the Sword Coast, it says this is there. <laughs> no, I, I got you entirely. And uh, I'm really sad that the Eugene A. Misadventure League has been removed as one of the channels. And I'm not sure when or if it will ever continue. Um, I had a lot of fun. I think Cecil is doing a really great job in running it. Um, a couple more things could have been clear, but I mean, that is always the case with everything, right? No, one's uh, it's be... not removed. It's on hiatus. Okay. So it is on hiatus. Cause I, yes, I you just worried. cannot view it. Removed. That's the only thing you cannot view it. I can, I see it right now. It's there. Okay. It's just, it's on hiatus right now. Nope. And I understand that because. Honestly, COVID has killed us hanging out in, you know, a small kitchen and chilling and doing all that kind of stuff because health comes first, man. You got you to gotta take care of yourself. You got to take care of your family. That 100% makes sense to me. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I really enjoyed the game. I was really loving the game, uh, even if there were some liberties taken in weird directions that other people disagreed with. I didn't really disagree with them. I had a lot of fun. It was crazy. Cecil is a fucking crazy DMGM. Uh, oh my yeah. god! You should play one of his homebrew horror uh, tabletop games because it's you're all gonna fucking die. You are. It, it's I'm like okay with that. George R. R. Martin, and you have to struggle to survive. It's great fun, but it's like, you know Cecil's trying to kill you. And then when you defy, like, I did one game where I was supposed to die, but I was rolling unnaturally high, and he had to let me live. <laughs> oh, I bet he did everything he could to kill you. Yeah, yeah, I got, um, I, I think it was two nat 20s in a row. And then he was like, oh, no, no, no. And then I rolled, like, really good on some other checks. And then he was like, okay, uh, I forgot who he said on the boat to roll. And they rolled a nat 20. So they actually caught me when I did my jump. And from that day on, it was called the Sarge jump. Where, like, I did this abnormal superhuman jump onto this little fucking dinghy. <laughs> And the diggy not, like, tipping over, that check panned out. 
And when uh, the wall blew up, we are all fine. We made it out of the cavern. It was hey, great. There you go, man. That sounds like a great time. I've had some really good runs with D&D, uh, mostly Pathfinder-ish. Uh, but yeah. Oh, man, I would... I really want to sit down and play a tabletop game, and I'd have a lot of fun. But I want to play with you guys. Is uh, I know we have to use the internet, but fuck it, dude. We can still use the internet. I don't care if we just use Discord and talk shit. We should really get something together. We should get a couple of these people in lounge. If you're listening and you want to play like a D&D type game, maybe even Vampire the Masquerade. I have never played that game, and I'm super interested. I just have to like get Cecil to... DM it because I know I was just thinking that Masquerade yeah. you can do like one offs with like people randomly meeting up certain places be on a werewolf or a vampire depending on what you're playing yeah it's it's a lot of fun the way that St- Cecil runs a uh, vampire is fun the last campaign that yeah. I did with him we ended up in an airport surrounded by werewolves. <laughs> so Cecil, if you decide to listen to this podcast, cause I, I don't know what your schedule is anymore. Big guy. We want to play, dude. Just set something up as a one-off campaign and then say, fuck you guys. We're playing here. Get everybody involved. Get the wife involved. I'll get Selkie involved. We'll, we'll I'll get, this, I'll get uh, Starshine involved. Jesus Christ, she's uh, willing to learn. I'm uh, gonna at some point teach her D and D. So, yeah, if you get something, let's see. That's uh, that'd be six people right there, and I'm sure Koa jump in there. There you go. You got seven. Yeah, we're good. So Cecil, if you do happen to listen to this and all the table talk talk, that uh, tabletop talk. Say that right ten then. times fast. Yeah, fuck no, dude. I couldn't say it the first time properly. Shit. I've only had a glass of gin, man. I'm just tired. A lot of driving today. But uh, let's play some tabletop games. And uh, if you're listening and you want to play some tabletop games, get your ass in the Discord. You know, you can get it on your phone. You can get it on your computer. You can get it on any. There's no reason not to be in the Discord. Talk shit. Be like, hashtag fuck Damoc. I want to play some tabletop games, and then I will bother the shit out of Cecil, and we'll go from there. Yeah, um, I think uh, Damoc just wants to be a Bruja, uh, Cecil. I think he just wants to be a Bruja. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds good to me. All right. Yeah, I guess Cecil get on that. I know you're busy, but get on that, man. We love you. We love your games. You're a great DM. With that said, uh, we are starting to run long in the teeth. Uh, So, I will say, Damoc, where can we find you? I exclusively troll the GNA Discord, although... You might find me in a couple other discords, like uh, Josh of All Trades Discord playing some Among Us, along with Zyber and Cecil and uh, Co. and all that. You should definitely come to the GNA Discord so that uh, I can talk shit to you. And yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. All right, and you can find me palling around on the GNA Discord. 
the GNA Facebook, the GNA Twitter. You can also find me uh, tooling around on our uh, Skynet Me6 uh, uh, Instagram page, as well as my own Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you want to hop in on my one-offs and start character development for some of these one-offs I'm getting ready to do, you just at Zyberblood on Twitter, message me. I'll uh, shoot you my Discord link, and we can go from there. But other than that, y'all have a fantastic night, a lovely weekend. Uh... Get drunk, get fucked, be happy, I guess. I mean, Damox says it better than me usually, so, uh, yeah. Where can we find all that information? Like, you know, if, if you want to hear people getting drunk, being fucked, I guess, in a sense, not like the, hey, fun time with lube, but... We hope you enjoyed the show. GNA, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show, so if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Player FM, Stitcher, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and a whole bunch of other places. If we aren't someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast. You can also join our Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. We do a game show night every first Saturday of every month on Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. Join us every Wednesday night at 1930 Eastern Time on cast.gg for Anime Night hosted by Blue Shark 45. And join us every second Saturday of the month for Horror Movie Night, hosted by Zyberblood. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our artwork and logo. Check him out at morganbs.com. And please email us at gnapodcast at one with all your questions, comments, or death threats. We would love to hear from you. And last but not least, please be sure to check out our website at... What's the website? Daymark wants to play some tabletop RPGs and Cecil needs to DM some things before he plays all of his games with Cyber, but Nicole, oh, you really need to get on this shit. Cecil, please come back to us. We really miss you. Duck! Yeah! More GNAPodcast.com. Fuck you guys. Excellent. Love you guys, too. Have a good night, everyone. Hey, have a great night, brother. I'll talk to you soon.